this is Kevin Sanders, and this podcast is From Cancer to Courage. This is podcast number 20. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a professional. I have zero letters behind my name. I'm Kevin Sanders, and this is my story. Say hello, Dario. Hello, everybody. This is Kevin's story. And what do you mean you don't have any letters behind your name? What's up with that? I'm, I'm just not a doctor. It's like, if you need real doctor... <laughs> don't call if you. you need if you need real doctor advice like to actually you know be certified or me telling you uh it's just an opinion it's just my life experience so um don't run to the doctor with my information yeah yeah don't sue you see you in yeah. people's court right yeah i'm sorry this microphone's giving me the blues man mm. uh so podcast number 19 mm-hmm. a recap uh i ended up going to the er um, so if you want to listen to that, uh, go back and listen to the last pod. Yeah. Um, an update from that. I have an MRI tomorrow. So there's a lot of issues getting there, but, uh, I'll talk about that on the yeah. next pod. That was as promised, right? Yes. 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 So I don't know anything until tomorrow. And you know, next week. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, also, there was a a person message me, uh, a really old friend. Um, uh, what podcast was that? What it was that um, in? It was like a, earlier podcast, like three, four, um, May four, four, something like that. Yeah, she uh, she corrected me and said that she helped out with the name of my tumor. Like she said that uh, she's like I named your tumor T Daddy and just kind of stuck, and uh, that was my my. Good longtime friend, Jen Royer, Fort Wayne, yeah. Indiana. Yes. Um, Hello, Jen. <laughs> and so, uh, if you're listening, kind of, yeah, yeah, kind of a, a small story about her is the fact that, um, I don't want to go into too many details or say things that are inaccurate. Yes. But, um, she had, uh, some, a liver scare, like they found something attached or growing in her liver. And, um, and so, they had to figure out what it was and it really scared her. And, uh, she's been known, you know, to throw back a few drinks. Uh, not that she's an alcoholic or was or anything like that, but, um, when you say throw back, that means like, she's like, yeah, I'm gonna throw back on a couple of drinks. Uh, no. Just say she enjoyed drinking. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. As much as anyone else does. Yes. Anyways. Um, so, after that scare, uh, they went in and um, basically they couldn't, uh, there wasn't anything really wrong. I mean, there was, but they couldn't, they didn't want to get in there and do surgery or, I don't know what the process was, but the fact that that scared her and now she she's cut out drinking in her life, um, her health has come around um, and it's like totally re, it's, She's totally re- reevaluated her life, and she's on a much better path. And so she is actually much happier after this diagnosis and this scare. And it's just it's just crazy to see that some of the worst things in life can bring out the best in people. Right, right. And second chances, man. He, uh, God's given her a second chance. That's right. Amen. Yeah. And, uh, and um, yeah, I just it's weird for me to to say thank you for these quote unquote bad things that happen to us but um you know it can change people around and put set people on the right path well that's that's the thing i mean everything is not 
you know, good all the time. Uh, the bad things help shape you, you know what I mean? I mean, it's not like, I mean, you're thankful that you've uh, come through it, overcame yep. it, you know? Yep. Um, I have a buddy, um, oh, different story, but can I say it? Sure. All right. I have a buddy who's a gunshot victim, uh, mm. drive-by, and he's like, well, I thank God for being shot. I'm like, why? <laughs> you know, he says that uh, this slowed me down. If I wasn't shot, I would have been killed or I would have had like mm. all these illegitimate children and yada, 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 yada. So this gunshot thing really slowed me down. And I was okay. like, yeah. So g going back to being thankful for uh, the bad things. Hmm. Yep. That's, yeah. uh, usually the bad things are what shapes your life and helps you realize the good things. Right. Right. Speaking about the good things, Kevin Sanders. This podcast yes. is going to be about honesty, spelunking, and how my hope ride came about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah spelunking. Uh, that's a word. That's a $2 word, uh, $8 mm -hmm. word. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hey, so tell me something. Uh, since you did this recap uh, thing, um, do you think you're uh, really transparent to your friends, man? Do they actually know the real Kevin Sanders? Or just the... Well, Fakey Jakey Kevin Sanders. What do you think? Well, um, yeah. I don't lie to people, if that's what you're asking. Actually, no, we're not lying. It's, it's like revealing the true card, man. Like your card. I, I actually think it's, I think it's a lot harder lying and trying to keep track of those little lies and like rather than just speaking right off the top of your head. I mean, like I'm as transparent as I can be, even being weird. <laughs> like, I guess people like, People like me because I'm not really afraid to show my weirdness. I guess uh, that shows some kind of confidence that I'm not afraid to be me. What do you mean? What do you do? You, do? do you stand on your head and do you just like walk on walls? What do you mean by this be weird thing? Maybe it's more like say weird things. Oh, do you? Like, yeah, like some people were like, that was really odd of you to say, but it's kind of, it's kind of funny. I don't know how I'm weird, but sometimes I just come across... Odd. I think I, th I think I think not weird, but just like reserved. You're very reserved, man. You're. That's not I think weird. that's the opposite of being weird. Really? Like, that means I don't say anything. Well, Kevin, um, <laughs> you really don't say anything. You don't. That's not the point, Dario. This Sorry. is about me being weird. Sorry. And that shows shows some kind of weird confidence. I don't know. That's why yes. some some people like me. They just think I'm. I don't know. Nice. More confident. Yeah. More confident with being weird. Just showing my true colors, I guess. Mm. Mm, okay. Well, that's, yeah. that's, that's very well said. <laughs> <laughs> Your true colors, Cindy Lauper. Hey, uh, the reason why I said that is because um, when my wife says to me, uh, she says, well, your friends know more about you than we do. We meaning my daughters and mm. my wife. And it's like, what do you mean? You give more to your friends. And I think it's like two separate things. Your spouse, you have a different relationship with, with her and mm -hmm. your your friends different. But I don't know, Kevin, I think, um, I mean, I, I say, what do you want to know? What, what do you mean I, I give more to my friends? I don't understand that. I'm, I'm pretty transparent uh, as much as possible, you know? Yeah, I guess, uh, I guess it's different. Like uh, you don't just sit and talk about everything that's wrong every day when you sit down with your family or spouse, but 
I mean, if they ask you a question, the words that come out are like filtered. Um, uh, yeah. Like here, here's like here we have an open mic forum to talk about anything, you and I. Yeah. And there's no which, feedback which or commentary or I mean, do you think you should have told them these things before you told the world? Well, I think. Um, I mean, like w- what I mean, the father issues I had. I mean, ah, uh, well, I mean, I, yeah. But I don't know, Grasshopper, I don't know. I mean, it's like, I thought I was pretty transparent. You know, mm. it's funny. I think um, I was also told, which I, which is really true, that I live in a bubble. Did I ever tell you that? <laughs> no. I tell you? I'm the boy in a bubble. Here, here it is. In my bubble, I control who comes in it, who stays, and who leaves. You know, mm. I don't... Uh, you follow me? Kind of. Well, okay. In my circle, I, I like to... Um, like your circle of friends. Yeah, that's my bubble. Um, be around positive things, positive things. And I don't I don't look at the news, although I'm aware of what's going on, but I don't look at it. I want to be happy. I want to be mm. uh, myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know? You heard about the news. Oh, man, there's unemployment. There's this COVID. There's all these things going on, mm-hmm. which affects you, your whole being, man. I guess some news, like, I'm, I would like to be informed. Well, yeah, I am. But I don't want it to, like, overtake me. Like, if you watch too much news right now, it, it's nothing but negative. But you at least want to be informed of what's going on out there. Yes. Are, are you informed? Yeah, I mean, I I read the news every day. I don't stay on the news all day, but at least I know what's going on out there. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, going, it's, it's, going it's, back to your going back to your father issues. Oh, like I got wow. a I I got a really oh, bad yeah. joke. That I, was <laughs> I got a a bad joke, yeah. but I can I can only tell it because it's it's happened to me. Yeah. So when some when someone is nervously <laughs> laughing, Uh-oh. I usually cross the line and say something like, it's like when you're at the dinner table and your dad just slapped your mom and she says to you, just keep eating. It's okay, honey. Just keep eating. <laughs> As if your appetite is like increased, right? Right. And I was like, uh. oh, that's some dark humor, I guess. Well, well listen, she... What if she said, well, listen, all right, game over, dinner's over, it's done. How would you feel? Uh, probably worse. Yeah, I mean, I'm, she's trying her best to make it better for her kids. Eating? But, um, mm. Yeah, like nothing is going wrong. Well, I, I, well, at least your mom says, keep eating. I mean, hell, I don't remember even getting a plate. My father, um, like, did this number. Food was the last thing I was thinking about. Mm-hmm. You know, just yeah, keep that. eating. I wish, but I tell you, <laughs> I got some pretty good gifts. Every pow wow, I got, I got gifts after that. I told you, I told you that story. Watches, I got uh, um, popcorn, <laughs> stale popcorn, um, all these things. I mean, I guess in other words, I look forward to being jacked up. And a gift, but <laughs> that's so weird. <laughs> yeah, but just say you, you get a Timex watch if they still make Timex watches. How are you going to enjoy the watch after being jacked up? 
It's just like your mom says, just keep eating. Just keep eating. Well, how can you eat and enjoy the food or enjoy the watch? You know? Yeah. Uh, see what see what time it is after, you know, keep track of the beatings. I, I, I don't know. That's very sad. Yeah, really. It's unfortunate. That's a previous pod daddy issue. I think it's like, I don't know, podcast 14. 14, man. Daddy Four issues. 14. And I, I think we really um spoke to a lot of people on that one. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. So we talked about transparency, right? Which, which yeah. that's that's like the model. That's like our pod. Transparency. To be plastic. Mm -hmm. mm. yep. Hey, I got something for you. Ready? Yeah. How did your family uh, uh, feel about you quitting your job to um, go on this 29-day um, bike um, excursion? Um, well, it was like 50-50. Hmm. Uh, some people thought I was crazy, and the other 50 were proud of me. My mom was extremely worried for me and kept trying to get me to buy, like, mace and take a knife. Take a knife with me on this. In case you raped. Yeah, right. <laughs> for those millions of people who don't know um, that are listening, um, my five years of being cancer-free, I chose to do something very physical, something that anyone can do but extreme. <laughs> Excuse me. Coffee because up. I'm a physical adrenaline junkie-ish person, I chose to do a month-long a month-long bicycle ride. Uh, it took took a long time to figure out what I wanted to do. Can I ask you a question? And yeah, what do you was, got? Was that before jumping on a plane? You did that too, man. Oh, I did that my entire life. Before cancer, after cancer, it was just like me. So you're just like a man of adventure, huh? Espionage. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, uh, I mean, Sorry. I've always been semi-adrenaline junkie-ish. And I've yeah. always, you know, said that life is short. And this whole cancer thing just made me realize that, you know, life is a lot shorter than most people think. Yeah. So take advantage of it, everyone mm -hmm. out there. Ride bikes. It took me quite a bit of time to to think about what I could do, like, and where I would go on this uh, this bike ride, and along with, like, how much money I had at the time. And after, like, a really long time thinking, I uh, I came up with, you know, a bicycle ride. And it was, like, a few years prior to that, I was spelunking, caving. Mm. Oh. With some with some friends and spelunking, uh, <laughs> yeah. spelunking, and um, I should go with that, huh? Yeah, you should. Okay, you don't know what it is. Okay, we'll find out. You tell yeah. me. <laughs> um, I'll tell you later on. All right, man. So, uh, so we were camping out for a few days, and a guy came to our campsite, and he had uh, a bicycle, and he had saddlebags uh, on his bicycle, and he said, you know, he had some beer and just wanted some company, so. And that's when you came in. Yeah. Okay. Kind of. Okay. Um, so he was, said, he told us he was doing uh, a cross country bicycle trip solo and wanted people to hang out with. Okay. And uh, I, I was like, man, that's like really inspirational and very inspiring. And uh, I was like, cross country, that's crazy. But he, he wasn't really doing it for any real purpose, but just to, just to do it. Hmm. And, uh, I mean, that thought hung on to me for so many years and it came back to me when I was trying to think about how to, how to celebrate being cancer free. Oh, um, I mean, how many years now has it been? Uh, currently it's yeah. been 12. Right on, man. 
Uh, but at, at the that year, mm. uh, at that time, it was I was celebrating being cancer free for five years. Good. And so I've said it before, but being cancer free for five years is a big mark for cancer patients. It's the year that says if the cancer was going to come back by now, it would have. Right. So you know it's huge. Mm. So I had to do something big. Right. Um, this was actually um the start back to my faith to God, and uh, you know. Most people don't really have a chance to test him to figure out if he's really up there. But I really wanted to test him to see if he was out there. And this whole thing, whole faith thing really worked. And there was someone or something out there looking out for me. And, um, you know, since I've had brain cancer, I had so many people pray for me. And I wasn't scared going through surgery or chemo or radiation. Um, And that was just, it was just crazy how I wasn't. I wasn't really scared and there's so many God winks that I had. Uh, and those are like, uh, there's like things that are beyond coincidence and, uh, God winks are things that happen to you. They're so far beyond statistical mm. that has, it has to be something else. Mm. Like and it, usually what no, uh, <laughs> it goes back to you climbing that, 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 uh, Mountain, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's ten years cancer free. We'll uh, get there. Okay, I'm just like <laughs> messing your story up, man. You huh? keep jumping ahead, Dario. I'm sorry, that's what I do. <laughs> I'm a jumper. No, because <laughs> you know a lot about my life. He just wants to hop in, be like, yeah. What about what about yesterday? What you had? <laughs> I was like, that's like twelve years. And tell him this story. <laughs> We're talking about my story, like in the past. All right. Right. One what? of the the major one of the major Godwinks I had in life was uh, when I was telling my web design company that I worked for I wanted to go on a month long bicycle ride to promote cancer, and uh, I had planned to quit even if they said no. Um, but that this was a big deal to me. So you were out anyway. You want? I mean, the door was open for you already, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but like, so I had decided. You put your mind to something, and you decided to do something like don't let anything stand in your way. Right. Um, and as crazy as it sounds, the owner loved it. Really? He said, yeah, he said he wanted to sponsor me, uh, as I rode, like the company would create a website for me and pay for me. Like I was at work every day. That's favor, man. That's, that's God's favor. Oh man. Yeah. It's like, it's like when you're doing something that God intends you to do for mm. the help of other people, Yeah. like he will bless it. He mm. will find people to bring in blessings and people to help you out along the way. They paid you. Yeah. That's wonderful, man. Jeez. It's kind of, it's kind of weird because that same week they were laying off people. Mm. So it's like, I get told that they're going to pay me for a month. And then other people are saying that they're going to get let go from the company. But you didn't like say, you didn't advertise it. They're paying me. You no, just, yeah. no, I didn't Well, people. I had some friends that said they were getting laid off and I, I was like, well, I get to bicycle ride for a month. Mm. No, I. Uh, you, you never said you were getting paid. You just kept quiet, right? Nope. Yep. Mm. I was just like, I'm sorry to hear that. Mm. So we also had a. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't want to make people feel bad and like, I'm better than you. No, it's not that. You know, you're blessed, man. God has blessed you. That was like, that's favor, dude. Amen. Yeah. We had a uh, we had a social media guy that also worked there, mm-hmm. and uh, who would also get like get the attention of news places and like important people along my path. Yeah. Like, this doesn't just happen to people, you know. Like, 
it was definite god wink and uh i'll uh, put the the blog link yeah. um because i also did a blog for this mm. uh this uh 29 29 day bicycle ride yeah um i'll put that in, put that in the link of this pod but the website is www.thehoperide.com and um so if you go there you can see my story and everything i went to and read my blog and they can see your face too huh yeah they can actually you can actually see pictures of me ah I, which I look different from those pictures yet. you look different i'm sure i do it was what seven years ago oh um yeah since i lived in fort wayne indiana so the way I, I figured it out, like where I was going to start and how I was going to go, mm. I figured, you know, I kind of estimated, hopefully I could ride 60 miles a day and that would cover roughly 1300 miles in, in a month. And so wasn't uh, your butt sore, man. I mean, it's like, dang, sitting down for, <laughs> I mean, what's the secret, huh? What is the secret? Can you? Well, the funny thing is like people always think get a, a bigger, cushier seat. And actually, that causes more irritation than having a small, perfectly fit one Ugh. that would just your tailbone just sits on it. But and for like, how, but for how many you hours, develop, dude? You rode sixty hours? No, sixty miles a day. Oh, sorry, oh. usually how many hours? Six, is eight that? hours a day. Well, I was thinking your tailbone was in your pocket. You just put it in the front seat because it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, good grief! I mean, your prostate must have been like. <laughs> Potato chip. Well, well, how do you think professional bicycle riders do it, or cycle riders? Well, I never asked them, <laughs> but but they can. They well, can... I had a taste of it. <laughs> hey. Anyways, all right. Um. So how I figured this out, I drew like a big thirteen hundred mile circle around Fort Wayne, Indiana, and came across a website, adventurouscyclingassociation dot org, that had mm. the safest bicycle routes in the U.S. Really? Yeah. Were you hungry? Came... Were you hungry when you? <laughs> road of course i was hungry like mm. when you're when you're riding all day right um you're burning food constantly right so i was basically eating like every hour did you stop to pee yeah of course i stopped to pee dario well, i don't know it's like you talk about riding and you you're such a machine man <laughs> it's like oh i no longer have to pee and poop i don't have to eat anything i'm a machine now <laughs> my name is kevin sanders and i don't need what you need right i'm not yeah. a pooper <laughs> um anyways we'll get more into all the details later yeah that, uh i made the big circle around fort wayne mm-hmm. and found the safest route routes through the u.s of where to bicycle mm-hmm. and uh, it came down to bar harbor maine where and uh bar harbor maine bar harbor maine you know where maine is i don't know what bar harbor is bar harbor is like the very northeast or east side of Maine. It's like on the far east, uh, touching the ocean. Oh, side. I know water. Well, the, it was touching the water. Then. Oh, really? That was exciting, yeah. huh? <laughs> Anyways, I would I would ship my bicycle out to a bicycle shop out mm-hmm. there and have them assemble it. So I had a bicycle shop out here, uh, take it all apart and put it in a box and send it out to Bar Harbor, Maine to a bicycle shop and they would assemble it and I would fly out there pick it up and ride it home. Oh, that's exciting. So so when your bike was in a box being assembled, you were just like bikeless, right? Well, I mean... I mean, well, you were, but... Uh, yeah. I mean, you just like... I mean, it was like... I don't know. Did like, you have a spare oh, bike, mate? 
No. Oh. I was like, I don't need to keep... I had trained for two months, which sounds crazy, mm. but I just wanted a taste of it because I didn't want to have all this training. I wanted God to be my training. All right, all right, okay. And so uh, not only did I want to do this, promote being cancer-free, yes. but also to see if God really had my back. So you like, it, no, you, you were testing him, huh? Hmm? Yes. Well, you don't test God. That's that's. I know. Yeah. I hear that, well, but I wanted to see if he was really out there. So how are you going to do that? By testing him, right? And mm. so, hey, there was no hotels or motels. Yeah. I said I'm not going to do any of that. It's not going to be easy. Just the graciousness of people along the way. So each night, I didn't even know I was going to sleep. The graciousness it of sounds strangers. crazy. It sounds crazy, or as a huge loop of faith, leap of faith. Hmm. You tell me, like. I know, uh, I know Dario and I both mm. said it was 29 days yes. and I said it was 27. Mm. Um, but you know, planning to do this trip, I aimed at 27 days, mm-hmm. but I made it home in 29. Really? So like having never done this before, um, it was just like, it's a very close guess when you're talking about riding your bicycle almost halfway across the U S and, uh, these next chunks of pods, We'll be talking about this trip and yeah, yeah. and details about it. And yeah, and about you sitting on the bike for all that time without getting, you know. <laughs> I did have to have this stuff. Uh, it's called butter. Butter. And you use it to like, so in these, uh, mm-hmm. um, I forgot what they're called. Sound it out. One uh, onesie elastic uniforms you don't wear any underwear there's like a pad in your crotch and so i had to use this stuff called butter to lube up the butter all of the areas and my thighs and everything because they were going to be rubbing all day so ugh. <laughs> um yeah so okay so you rub this butter on you right yes so did that kind of like like when you rolled your bike made you go faster like oil like i got butter on my butt i can like boom <laughs> no, it's this. just meant to it's just meant to reduce friction mm. okay well uh, all right commando <laughs> <laughs> so we'll talk about those in later podcast yeah. uh, hey uh, you said a mouthful brother <laughs> thanks but can i ask you about this mm-hmm. plonking thing I mean, what? yeah. I mean, I'm spelunking. Uh, what is it again? Spa, spelunking. Spelunking. Yeah. It's like right. um the other day I was thinking uh about your cancer. Uh, I was saying it over and over. Gilligaloma. What is it? Gilli. Um, oh. glioma. What is it again? It's a glioma, but that's short for oligo oligandro. That was it, man. Say it. Olig- you talking about glioma or the long one? The long one. Oligodondroglioma. That's classy. I love it. Say it again. (laughs) Oligodondroglioma. Okay. So, yeah. Getting back to this. Have you ever been spelunking, Dario? Dude, I can't even spell the word. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? Here's the thing I never greased my thighs with this butter butt thing um, Mm. because I had no need to. I had one bike in my life. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. My father, when I was 12, no, I was like little. My dad, um, I think I was 11, 12. My dad bought it from the hardware store. 
The bike was $29. He raised hell. That's expensive. It was a 12-speed. They don't make 12-speeds mm. no more. <laughs> <laughs> a Swin. <laughs> 12-speed. I never shalomp. What is it? What? Spelunk? I never done that. I just rolled around the corner. Spe- I rolled on the Spelunked. corner. Spelunked. Spelunked. I never yeah. done that. Um, but if I had a known, I would have done it. So you've never like been inside a cave or crawled through one to where your head barely fits through an opening or where there's water up to your neck and you have to point your face upwards so uh, you can keep your face out of the water? Do you think I'm a mole, some river rat that (laughs) I'm going to go in a cave? I I don't swim, baby boy. I don't swim. I I sit by the pool. Uh (laughs) I never knew you couldn't swim. Uh, No? No. Well, here's the thing. I can swim in the pool as long as I'm holding on to the perimeter I'm cool you know I'm cool <laughs> I mean uh, but as far as being in a cave with the water up yeah. above my neck dude mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I think I would peel myself I don't know if I'd call that swimming oh I'm in the water <laughs> yeah anyway yeah 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 I mean think about it see <sighs> how did you <laughs> that's crazy uh how did you react when the water was above your neck? Well, what'd you do? Um, I'm not claustrophobic. Oh, oh so. that's right. That's right. You, you, you know why I know that? Why? Because you have these MRIs and these... Uh, that's right. And, yeah. And they ask you every single time. And you and say... they send you a paper and you they ask if you're claustrophobic. And you and say... I say no every time. Mm, well, they never it ask. It can't be to get in these MRIs. You, yeah. Listen, here's the thing. You close your eyes and you do it. Hmm. Yeah. It's easier said than done. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. But okay. So yes. I don't. <laughs> I don't swim. Uh, I don't even know how to spell. What is it? Shalomping. Spelunking. Okay, man. Spelunking. Yeah. Did you know what this word mean before you did it? Um, it took me a while. I don't think I actually knew until I actually went caving, and I was looking up like where to cave and who I was going with. And, you know, I guess, I know it's been like 20 years, but caving, caving. I don't remember how I learned it. But it's like, it's like uh, people who've been caving. It's like a hobby. Do you call it caving? No, you call I'm going caving today. Yeah. Is it like going hiking? But in a cave. Hmm. Let me say this again. Grasshopper. Yes. Is it like going Hiking, but in a cave. Hmm. Uh, can I ask you this dumb question? Sure. Where was your bike when you were in this cave? Where? Where'd you have your your motorbike? Your cycle? <laughs> no one ever takes motorcycles or bicycles in caves, Dario. What do you do then? You walk. You uh, crawl. You climb. You swim. Oh, that's right. What? I like I like caves, man. Caves are interesting. But you've never really been in one. Well, I mean, you said been in the cave with the water up to your your neck. I never done that. You know, that's like a extreme spelunking. Ah, uh, I've been in a cave before. I love caves. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, um. Anyways, well, listen. Would you do this? Okay, being the age you are now, right? Yeah. And uh, would you splunk now? Yeah, of course I would. All right. I, I love it. Okay. Would you be, would you go in a cave and just like walk around with the water up to your neck? 
No? Yeah. Ugh, you're so gritty, man. <laughs> would you? Yes. You think you think your wife would like to go in the cave and, and, and you guys walk around with the water? I would I would hope so, but I'm not going to push her to do anything she doesn't want to do. Mm. Does she know about you spelunking? I'm sure she does. Now she does. Anyways, <laughs> we are uh, we're going to wrap this thing up and, and and always learn and always grow. And, uh, you know, my favorite Jeremiah verse, 29-11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Yep. Plans to give you hope and a future. Hey, Kevin? Yeah. I want you to say two last words for me. What? <laughs> the cancer. Say it. What is it again? Alejandro dendroglioma. Oh, I love it. And the other one? Spelunking. That's it. I'm cool. My, I don't know how I guessed that, but there you go. You know why? Do you, you know why you guessed it? Why? Because you know stuff like that. You're a spelunker? <laughs> it's funny how you have to change your voice every time you say it. <laughs> spelunker. Hey, is that German? German? I don't know what that is. It's time to go, Dario. Okay. You guys have a good night. Goodbye. Good day. Whatever this time is. Mm. See ya.